with aliens. Now meet the genuine article. Welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast. We talk about Doctor Who all the time, and we're talking about, we're doing something a little bit different with this one. This is, um, we're going through each of our best and worst of, and we've done the best of uh, for Julia's, and this is one of the worst. <laughs> uh, Love and Monsters. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. Love and Monsters. Sounds like a neat little title. Looks like it could be a good one. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so there's this uh, guy named Elton, Elton Pope, who is intrigued by the Doctor. Somehow he learns about the Doctor. Uh, and they meet at, at this group called Linda. Um, and they meet a man named Victor Kennedy, who is also obsessed with the Doctor. But then suddenly people in their little Linda group start disappearing. Mm -hmm. Apparently Elton had an encounter with the doctor when he was young. That's why he's obsessed. This is such a terrible, terrible episode. Oh, I really hate it. I, I don't care for it. So, um, watching this again, I watched it this morning. I've only seen this episode maybe twice or three times, and almost every episode from that second season I've seen at least eight or nine times, except for two, and Love and Monsters and Fear Her are the two <laughs> back to back. I've seen this one when I watched it yesterday for the second time. Yeah, so it's, I've seen maybe, maybe this is my third time. It's, it's um, one that I fondly remember absolutely not liking. <laughs> And I almost was like cheering because we were on a stream of really good episodes for quite a while in this season, mostly written by other people. And then Russell T. I look at the. I remember dis distinctly looking at it, going, "Oh, the next episode is written by Russell T. Davis." Boom! There it goes. The streak of good episodes gone. And boy, did it not um, disappoint. Disappoint. <laughs> All I could say about this one was it was like Scooby Doo. But not the good Scooby-Doo from, like, the... No, it was like Scrappy-Doo. <laughs> no, it was worse. It was the Scooby-Doo was Scooby-Dumb. Oh. It was that bad of Scooby-Doo. Yeah, and the Scrappy and all that. I'm just like, oh, God. I mean, that whole sequence when Elton opens up the door and there's the alien. But that was one scene. And, and they're back and forth. But then the Linda group kind of reminds you of Well, I, I guess. There were five of them. I guess. But um, that opening scene with the, the Scooby-Doo thing was just like... I was applauding because I was like, there you go, Russell. There's there's your no, pinnacle moment. Not blue bucket, the red bucket. <sighs> so so you pick this as your word. What else in it that everything? <laughs> well the guy who plays Elton is just not very good. Um, yeah, but he was better in other stuff. He's a good actor, but he's not Well you don't think he's given very good material. His charisma in this is just I didn't care anything about him. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't care why he. Yeah, Mark Warren. Met the doctor. I didn't care why he wanted to see him again. I just didn't like him. He's I didn't. 52 years old. Well. Well, now he is. He wasn't back then. Well, back um, then he would have been. Yeah, back then he looked. Mid 40s. He looks about 22. He just came out in 2006, so it's like he was like in his 40s. Okay. Um, the girl who plays his girlfriend. She was in Harry Potter. Was in Harry Potter, yeah. yeah. Moaning, Moaning, Moaning Myrtle. Myrtle. Mm -hmm. Shirley Henderson. She's been in a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
it was just, it just wasn't good. It just wasn't good. I, I hated the, the, the monster. Oh, the that monster, bad. wasn't it a competition? It was a contest. Yeah. And some kid drew a picture and the, it won the contest. Um, oh. Well, that makes a little more sense, but it was so... Blech. Yeah. Gross. I thought the beginning was kind of neat. That, well, this whole, this whole episode is based on a point of view from Elton. And the reason they did this is because this is the first one that they did this one, is they had filming back-to-back, -back, so they decided to film this one at the same time that they were filming others. That's why the doctor and, um, um, what's her name, is not in it. Rose. Rose. Yeah. Um, because the actor and actress, well, I can't remember, Billy Piper, <laughs> David Tennant, are filming other things. So that's why they're not in it that much. So they've done this with Midnight, they did this with, um, where, Blink. what's her name, Bonnet was in it, and Blink. Blink, obviously, is a good example of that. Or, um, Maybe not Midnight, but what was the other one that they did this? Midnight was the one for... It was, yeah. Uh, turn left, left. Turn turn left. Turn left. Okay. And then there was another one that they... they anyways. Um, so that's... They came up with the idea, let's do it from this point of view. And I like the idea that this guy has like been... They've done this before, because Clive from the first episode, Rose, was like showing oh, yeah, pictures yeah. of the doctor and... There's that whole underground, but it really got so ridiculously parodying fandom, Doctor Who fan clubs in general. Mm -hmm. Linda was, I'm watching this today, and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about this. It was, you know, they said, they at first they got together and talked about the Doctor and everything, but then they started doing other things. They were starting to get, make, make food for each other. They, were, they, they started a band. Yeah. That's what Doctor Who fans did in the 80s and 90s. They, they got together as fans, and our group even did this, where we were talking about Doctor Who all the time, and then it grew into friendships, and beyond that, it just, we weren't even, it would be a whole meeting, a meeting where we wouldn't even talk about Doctor Who. Yeah. And um, it, it, it was very awkward seeing that on screen, because it, 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 it was like, I, I, I get it, I, I was living through that, and then, Victor shows up and everything changes and I, I had a joke that the Victor was a certain person in our history <laughs> that showed up and kind of wanted to take over a little bit and a lot of people didn't like him it was a little bit different and he you know I always called him the Absorbaloff because he was like he would pull people in and use them for stuff you know you're gonna do this or whatever he was very dictatorship and um, so when I'm watching this, it was funny in that way because it was based in, and I'm sure Russell D. Davis, part of Doctor Who Clubs, was basing these characters on people that he knew in, in fandom. Yeah, it's like whatever. that in every group of people yeah. that get together yeah. on a regular basis, you know. But and um, so very, I think this is very autobiographical, you know, biographical for Russell T. Davis. I think he. And as I was picking that up when I first watched this, I said, I don't care, Russell. I don't want to see Elton running around dancing in his underwear or whatever. I want to see the dog. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Yo, I was on something to dance to him in my underwear. I was surprised that they got the ELO music. <clears throat> yeah. They don't license their music to anybody. This was, um... No, they don't, do they? Russell was trying to be clever in this episode. He's trying to get a little bit different. Some He's people trying to do something different for a change. Yeah. 
And, and I think some people who love this episode thought it was it re it expanded the Doctor universe a little bit and, and had a little bit of a romantic comedy or whatever. While I'm watching this, though, I, I understand that, but I'm like, Russell, you're, you're creating this comedic episode, and you're saying, look, guys, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to do a comedic episode, and I'm saying, every freaking episode you've done up this point has had so much comedy in it, and I hate it. Now you're coming out and saying, this is specifically going to be about comedy and lightheartedness, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> so you could tell I was like... Um, I don't mind comedy, and I don't mind comedy in Doctor Who, but this was just, like, slapstick, no, yeah. like, yeah. trying too hard to be funny, like a little kid at their parents' dinner party trying mm -hmm. to be funny. Well, that's how I vision Russell D. Davis in general, but this is more an uh, exaggerated example of it. The, yeah. the Scooby-Doo scene just, I almost threw up, because I was like, I can't believe this is happening. I could, I, when I, the first time I watched this episode, I was like... Oh, this better not be what this show is about all the time, because I'm. This is stupid. It was stupid. I almost turned it off, and I usually never turn it off. I remember watching it for the first time, and I just got up and started making dinner. <laughs> I was on, and I guess I would glance at the TV, and like, is it over yet? And this is another example of Russell T. Davis putting the Doctor up on a pedestal. The original title for this was "I Love the Doctor," and this is. Elton going, I'm obsessed with the Doctor. Obviously, Victor's obsessed in a different way, but Elton's like, oh, I love the Doctor, and this is sort of like, that's why I think it's more Russell T. Davis. Russell T. Davis listening to ELL. ELL, and, and you know, I think that's what it is. I think it's sort of like... You think this is more based on him? A little bit. I, th I think there's, he, he brings more from his life into it. But, um... You know, oh, we want to know about the Doctor. We're doing this it's all about the Doctor. And this story, even though the Doctor's not in it that much, it's all about the Doctor. And it's just like... Ugh. Yeah, cause I could see him in a group during the wilderness years when the show wasn't on, doing yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> Easily. And I probably... I hate to say this, but I'm probably... Our fan members were probably, when they were watching this, were also saying, oh, this reminds me of the club. And they probably thought I was Victor, I walk in, because I had a, you know, everyone was kind of like, you know, Here's a, we're a Doctor Who club. And I come in and I said, well, let's do some stuff to promote our club. And they're like, what? We just want to sit around and do nothing. Okay, well, let's do that then. And that's what ended up, they won out, you know. So. That's what more or less we do now. Yeah, well, except, you know, now it's like, okay. Everybody's on their phones. Well, there's that too. <laughs> Um, one thing of note that I that I thought was really neat was the original draft of this script was going to have Elton encounter the Doctor more often, and at the end we find out his mother is killed. Elton's mother is killed, and that's why the Doctor was there by the shade creature. Yeah. Originally, she was supposed to die by a daffodil from Terra Liotons, and there was going to be another connection to. Um, something else. I think that would have been even better. Yeah. Uh, Remembrance of the Daleks was going to be involved in it. Like something that from Remembrance. Like a couple of classic um, shout-outs, basically. It definitely would have been a lot better than yeah. a shade creature thing. Um, but how many people... I'm um, Only the classic fans would have gotten it, though. Yeah. But I mean, you know, they they did that a lot. Yeah, you know, maybe that's why they end up cutting that part out or not putting that in. 
I had totally forgotten about Elton meets up with Jackie, and that turned into um, a very dramatic moment where Jackie's like all upset because she's like, you know, do you know what it's like being left behind? And you know, they take off, and I don't know what's happening to them and everything. And she puts on um, Camille puts on her probably a best of the whole series in this one horrible episode but <laughs> that one scene was like wow you, you know it's kind of weird because a comedic episode you think she would be all and she was she was doing the flirtation you know older woman hitting on a younger man for the whole thing and it's kind of like oh god it's one of these that was her though I mean that, yeah, was, that was her who yeah. she was she was so yeah. obviously desperate to find somebody else to to have just to have I mean there's so many people out there not just women but there's so many people out there who will just flirt with everybody and and try to get into a relationship so that they're not alone yeah you know? well, and then at the yeah, end she was alone well time. and at the end he 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 does the right thing and says well wait a minute now let's not turn this into a sexual thing let's I'll get a pizza and we'll be fine and that worked out great except then he, he she found the pictures of Rose and his coats and wool. Taking those out of his coat well, and stuff like an idiot. Yeah, well, that's what happens in movies and TV shows all the time. The you know. <laughs> which leads up to probably like the worst scene when Ellen's about to die, <sighs> and out comes Rose going, "You made my mom upset." I'm well, like, wait a minute. The guy scene. is about to get killed by Zorbalov, and she comes out and starts having it out with Ellen because he made his or hurt his mom's feelings, her mom's feelings. I'm like, really? Well, I mean, you know, before that we have, you know, where's Bliss? Because they're, they're all kind of coaches. Oh, she's Bliss is in there. So he lifts up and, eh, you know, poof. But, um, yeah, the Absorbaloft creature itself is horrible. Um, not very good design. They got a, 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 an actor of comedian to play, and it's the accent and everything. It's just nothing good about it. Um, yeah, it was pretty gross. Um, no, but the that was the worst. I mean, the worst scene is is right before your scene, when the, the Absorbalov is chasing him. It was bad. I think they sped up the film so he's like running fast, and they cut back and forth with, oh, you know, and he's running, oh, you know, and, and it's just the camera angles and stuff. It's like, you know, I was like, okay, this is it. That's it. I'm, I'm like holding on the edge with this episode going. Maybe, you know, the, the Jackie thing, I thought, redeemed it a little bit, and this was the scene that was like, oh, no. I never want to show, if you want to show someone a scene to get them to not watch Doctor Who, that would be it. <laughs> that or the pig, the space pig in the first. The space pig I don't mind, no. because at least it had a yeah. point to it, but this one had the burping. Uh, I'm going to kill him, go ahead. You made my mom upset. I put down it's the worst in cinematic and television history of all time, the worst scene, so. <laughs> I mean, just so not Doctor, as he comes out and says, so, she has, someone has something to say to you. And, he and, the girl in the, and, and then the girl lines up in a piece of pavement. That's dumb. And I was just like, what the hell? And, and, and they keep her alive that way, and she's okay with it. Uh, and then they allude to the fact that they still have a love life. A love life. Which a physical relationship, which is like, ew. That's mm -hmm. I, I, I don't want to know. It's gross. I don't want to know how that's 
That's a fetish that I didn't know existed and didn't need to know existed. Yeah, it was very bad. much. What a thing when you, you know you go to conventions. Go to conventions and have so much. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know what? Don't don't laugh. There might have been actually someone who'd have done that. Probably is. Easy to do. You just kind of square on a styrofoam and <laughs> paint it gray. Easy to look like the pavement. I don't know. This episode, um, what happened in it? Nothing. I mean, it was a point of view from this Elton guy. You said it that he didn't wasn't a really good actor. I don't think anyone really had any connection with this guy. Again, I, I felt... I, I didn't, didn't care. What? I didn't care if the, if the characters got killed. Yeah, that was the thing. Like, I, I need to have a connection to somebody. I didn't care about anybody. That was actually weird. I didn't want Bliss to die. I thought she was. I kind of liked her. How they just were like, oh. She yeah, because she was the lead guitar in the band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and then the relationship was budding between the other two, and then they tragically get killed, and then actually there was relationship to the other two too. Except for Bliss, nobody liked her. No, that's what I said. <laughs> Bliss, everyone liked her. She was nice. They said that. You know, annoyingly nice. Bad. It was just, you know, the props were trying to do like a documentary style story, but just didn't work. The complexity of it was interesting because I, I like stuff like this. Um, I mean, later on, I there was an episode that had found footage type thing that I supported and got totally blasted out because it was such a bad episode and you guys <laughs> killed me for it. I was the. Um, one of the cameras from the different point of views of the cameras in the spaceship from um, um, Capaldi's era. But this was a, a, an attempt to oh, try yeah, to do yeah. the video blog, but it was a flashback and a flashback and a flashback. And he was he was telling the story, so some of the stuff might have been exaggerated, that whole, you know, Scooby-Doo thing and whatever. Yeah. And I get all that, but it still didn't... I don't think it was well executed. Did they ever name that alien? The absorbable off? No, the other one in the beginning. Oh, Hoiks. The whole Hoik, the Hoiks, Hoiks, or the something Hoiks. like that. Because I think it was in another episode. Was it? Yeah, the Hoiks. Or it was in a Torchwood episode. I think oh, it was in a Torchwood episode. I think, yeah, they used, they used it in Torchwood. And, and really, who cares? I thought, actually, I thought the alien makeup was impressive, the first yeah, one. Yeah, the alien looked... They looked really good with the big teeth and everything like that. The guy who played that has been in several episodes. <clears throat> But when you compare that to Absorbalov... And he didn't even have a name. They're like, you're some sort of this, and some sort of this, and they say, says, yes, I like that. But see, first off, he's in the middle of, a, of the day with lights and everything. There's no... You know, if he was... If they designed that, the creature... And, you know, I'm not going to land blast the kid who came up with a concept because he made the idea of, like, I think it was the idea that people get absorbed into them. That's not totally original. We've seen that before, but um, it's a neat idea and if they filmed it in the dark where he was creeping around and grabbing people and that would be, pulling them That would in, be a lot better. But instead he was like behind a desk going <laughs> you know, and oh look someone's in my butt, you know. And it's just every level of what this story... It was very juvenile. The whole yeah. episode was very juvenile. And um, I think I get mad at other episodes because I think 
other episodes have the potential of being better and they just screw it up. This one, I don't nope. think, has any. No. <laughs> there's nothing no. you can do in this episode no. to make it better. Change it entirely. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even when I do a rewatch of the Tenet era, I skip this one. <laughs> and I'll skip Fear Her. I'll skip right over and just go to the the, 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 the two parter. I'm, all, I'm curious about Fear Her. I haven't seen that in a while, too. I. I I feel like I want to tackle that one again and say maybe I'll be like I'm going to say well look it's really not that bad but I was disappointed with that this one I wasn't disappointed with because I knew I felt like in my well, disappointment with fear because what Matthew Graham wrote it. yeah but my expectations were high my expectations for this one were low and uh, it matched <laughs> see I went I went into watching Doctor Who with no expectations because I don't I mean I know I saw episodes back in the 70s, but I don't have any recollection of them. You know, like, I, I knew that there was this guy with the scarf and the hat and the curly hair. Mm -hmm. And that's all I knew about Doctor Who. That's all I, like, could remember. And so when I, when a friend of mine convinced me to start watching the show, it had already been on for a couple of years. So I, like, binged the first two seasons, I think. Yeah. I think, I think I had to start waiting for new episodes when the final two of season two came out. And so, I was just, I was like that cartoon, I don't know if you've ever seen that cartoon about, let, let me sit down and watch Doctor Who and see what this is all about. And then three hour, you know, three days later, you've got on the 3D sunglasses, and, yeah. you know. Um, and so I just, I didn't know what to expect, and it was so up and down. Mm -hmm. and, and, and then we got those couple of really good episodes, and I was like, oh, this show's yeah. yeah, I mean, I think the second season has a string of episodes that are really good. The, the Mark Gatiss one in the middle, um, um, whatever it's called, was a bit of a drop. But I, I thought the we were on a roll with the second season. I know a lot of people lambaste this, this second season um, quite a bit. I, and and um, I, I find it might be one of my favorites, although... There's moment. There's a string in the third season, the middle, that's really good with Martha and uh, Blink, and um, the Family of Blood. And the fourth season has a good string of episodes too. Mm -hmm. But it's just usually the ending, the beginning and the ending, that just really are rough. And and I always blame Russell T. Davis because he's the one who. I mean, I may be exaggerating it, but <clears throat> you would watch these commercials and you would see Doctor Who, and they'd be like. No promotion whatsoever about the upcoming episode Impossible Planet. No promotion, but here it is. Here's the episode, and you'd watch it, and you go, wow, it's really good. Then you would see commercial after commercial after commercial. Love and Monsters, Love and Monsters, Love and Monsters, because Russell T. Davis was writing it. And in the season finale, they would drum up so much, and you would go, wow, wow, maybe it'll be good. And it's like, no, the season finales suck. Yeah. And, you know, this one, this season finale for second season, is the least suckable episode, I think, two-parter or whatever. Yeah, and see, that's the other thing I avoid. I don't have cable television. Yeah. So I have to watch this elsewhere. Well, we did, too. And so I miss it all. Oh, I miss oh, all the promotional yeah, stuff. I, I never watched Doctor Who on TV except for the classic series. The new show, I, I always watch it on other means. Yeah. I, I'm, I, don't, I can't stand commercials, and I'm not going to wait, like... But I don't have cable television to like even see promotions for for yeah. the show. Well, this was like anywhere else. this was like promotions that we were seeing online and through the fandom and stuff. They, oh, okay. they people would always the Doctor Who websites would be posting 
here's a commercial, another commercial, another commercial, another commercial. So mm -hmm. it was from Britain that we were seeing. Yeah, we this would always got all the promotional stuff from. Yeah, it'd be all on YouTube on the official YouTube page too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I will admit I've started watching those more lately. F for this last season, the the, the um, what's her face season? Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker season. But I'm not. I don't go seeking them out. If they come across my timeline, I'll watch it. But that's about it. I guess uh, inspiration for this episode. There was two. There was inspiration for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, uh, one was from the episode, the Buffy episode, the Zeppo, and uh, Star Trek Next Generation. Well, it was also a pretty bad episode. Well, and then Star Trek Next Generation had an episode called Lower Decks, and I, I remember Lower Decks. That they are just the the behind the the secondary characters. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Miles O'Brien, I think that was maybe. okay. So, but that gives the main cast a chance, and and, and I, I I get the appeal of those because people do like some of the minor characters. What was who was Zeppo? Was that just Xander? Xander, yeah. Xander, yeah. I was okay. remember that one. It was when he gets separated into two people, and one's a, one's a. One's super successful, and the other one's kind of an idiot. But it's from his point of view. But it was, the whole it was mostly told from his point of view through the whole episode, and 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 Buffy's not in it as much, but it's still an ensemble piece. Yeah. I mean, all of Buffy was an ensemble piece. But that example of going to secondary characters, or in this case, brand new characters, um, didn't work well in this one. Did you buy the Absorbal Off action figure? No, I didn't even realize there was one. Was there one? I don't know. I'm ha I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I would think that that would have been really. No, I don't think there was. Okay. There might have been, but I, I didn't buy it. I'm sure. Well, anyway, I'm not going to get into that. We've had we talked enough about this. Yeah, it's time to. Yeah, sorry, we, we talked about 24 minutes too long. On this it's time thing. to take old Jailer out back and put a bullet in its brain. Yeah. <laughs> this may be the last time I've ever watched this episode. I don't have any. I don't have any desire to watch it again. I don't have any to watch it again. I can, like you said, I can retire this one for good. Okay. Thanks for listening.